Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. On this episode, I continue my conversation with the founder of Banish, Daisy Jing. But first, a recap of our previous conversations with Daisy for those joining the conversation for the first time. Banish is an e-commerce business that Daisy grew using social media. It's now a seven-figure business, and Daisy shared the journey to those numbers on the first episode. On the second episode, she shared the social media strategy that Banish used to grow their customer base and how you can find your brand's ideal platforms. Now, remember, you can check out these episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts by searching The Marketing Growth Podcast. And now that we're all caught up, let's kick off today's episode. All right, cool. So I want to talk to you a little bit about like productivity hacks for entrepreneurs, right? Because I mean, obviously you being Captain Scrappy, right? I want to talk about like what you've done to stay productive as an entrepreneur. Um, I mean, it's that I think is always the hardest part is staying productive. And, you know, once again, and you even said there's been times where you've been great on TikTok and then you've kind of like lost a little bit of steam and hey, oh, we got to get back on TikTok again. So let's talk about the productivity, some of the productivity hacks you got going on. Anything fun? Yeah. So I've learned uh, through eight years of this work. And I also had a daughter last April. Congrats. Thank you. So yeah, time is not um, something I have a lot of. What I've noticed is it's not necessarily for me about productivity. It's about working on the right stuff. So I can be productive, but I can work on stuff that doesn't matter. Or I can be 10% productive, but work on things that matter. And that's going to move the needle more than being 100% productive on things that don't matter. So I think for me, it's all about prioritizing over and over and over and over again, and letting things go that aren't perfect and just letting it go. Um, It it, it like eats me up inside. It it did in the beginning. I just let it go now because it's not going to make or break the business. So there's a few core things I really focus on. And then that's what I'll focus on. Everything else is just, I'll let someone else take care of it or whatnot. Um, yeah, there's just a bunch of productivity things I try to do, like waking up at 4am, drinking green juice, going for a mile, run, like meditating, like all these things. It was just, it just, it just got overwhelming. Um, and when I had my daughter and when I was pregnant, I was really, really sick. And I was just freaking out because I was like, who's going to run the business, blah, blah, blah. The business did better than ever. Um, and it really taught me like, yo, Daisy, you don't need to be stressed about stuff that doesn't really matter. Because before I was working on stuff, like busy work, right? Um, so now I just try to focus on what's most important. Awesome. You talked about there's some core things that you work on. Can you share what are the things that you mainly focus on? I think a huge part is team. Um you know, managing the team, um, making sure morale is high and, um, being very careful of who we bring on. I think that's so, so, so important. So if you're going to spend time on anything, spend time on hiring the right people. If you hire the right people, it's going to make your life so much easier. If you hire the wrong people, it's going to be so, so, so difficult for you. So I think team is really important. Um, and I think the relationship part, you know, the relationships with our influencers, um, I'm honestly like curious and genuinely like care about them. So just investing into those relationships, I think is really important. Um, And then I said before, like I used to make content on YouTube and all that stuff. And now we have other people doing it because I, I just don't think it's um, my core area. So there's a a lot of other people who talk about skincare who are way better than I, I am. So I let them shine in their area. I like that. I think that's the hardest part. I mean, I can, you're, you're the way that you are, like your personality is very much like mine. Like I, 
I can only, how, how many hours were you working when you first started a day? Oh, well, when I first started, I wasn't doing anything but working. So I don't know. I don't know how many hours that is. 18. I mean, were you, yeah, I, mean, I don't know yeah. my eyes. There were points where like, I couldn't open my eyes cause they were so dry from just staring at the screen all the time. So I'm, I'm laughing only cause I relate. So I, I, there was times in my life where I was working 18 hours and I was like, Oh, I can squeeze a little more out. And there was times where I wasn't doing any delegation. I had a team, but I was, I ended up becoming the roadblock. I ended up becoming like the thing on reason why we couldn't move forward on some things. And then that's when I learned the, the art of delegation and, you know, putting processes in place. And it was helpful because I think, you know, you getting pregnant is, was probably good in the sense that for maybe a number of reasons, but in the sense that like, Hey, the ship can go on, like, right. It can still sail without you. Like it doesn't, right. We always think that, cause that's really when you, that's the only time you have a business, when you have a business, you can step out for three months and your business still runs. Right. And that's going to be okay. But I think for you and for me, it's always been difficult because I want to be driving the ship. I'm going to be, you know, doing this and doing that. And it's like, well, you don't always have to be in that position, right? Like you've, you've built it to this point and, and you touched on team, team being the, the, the main thing. You don't have strong people around you that are, that really have the same core values and they're able to push the, you know, push this thing forward when you're sick and pregnant or whatever that may be, that's going to be a problem, right? Because you don't trust those people. And so having that team is like, is a differentiator. It's like, we've all had bad people. You're like, Oh, this is terrible. When you have a good person, you're like, God, this is awesome. Like, how do I get more of these, these types of people? And I right. think that's a, that's an important thing that you brought up. It's like, at that point, you can trust the process. Right. And I would give a piece of advice, find people who love what you're doing, like that genuine love and care for your company and for you and for what you're doing. And you can tell there's little nuances in their behavior. Um, because when they truly love what the company, they're not going to do things that will hurt the company and the business. And unfortunately, you know, um, I have a lot of friends who are small business owners. There are people who don't work for the right reasons and, oh, it's all hell breaks loose. Um, have good people who truly love what you're doing, who are passionate about it. Don't look at the skill sets necessarily. I mean, skill sets are important. But I think love is so much more important because they could come from this school, have these degrees, have this work experience. It doesn't matter if they don't truly like love what you're doing. And I think because we have people who genuinely love the company, and I know that sounds weird, we've had very, very little turnover. I mean, I've had people who've been with me, you know, seven out of the eight years. Um, yeah, because they truly love the brand. And so that has made it so much easier. So I think a lot of people are just too worried about like, do they have the right skill sets? Do they have the right experience? But do they really love and are they able to like just jump right in and really go for it? And are they passionate? That I think is what truly matters. And then a few years later out, like they could be performing so much better, right? Because they're taking that initiative and um, they're treating the company like it's their own. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is that you can, I always say this, it's, you, know, you can train somebody to do SEO. You can train. So I'm not saying that it doesn't help to have a background in that if you're hiring somebody for an SEO position, but you can't train somebody to be motivated, right? Or to be passionate about something. And if you have somebody who has those characteristics, especially if they already know about the company and love the company, then they're going to take it on their back like it's their own most of the time, right? Assuming they get treated right and there's, you know, once again, fair treatment and good things happen there. But it's like overall, the, the, the your productivity is going to go up and you don't have to micromanage people that are just 
love what you've got going on and, and, and understand the core values and understand that you guys are all heading in this direction to, to for good, right? I mean, it does come down to skincare, but it also comes down to the psychology of that. And, you know, m- men and women out there that are, you know, have a low self-esteem because of this. And it's like, we're, there's a mission here. There's something bigger, you know, sales are important, but there's a bigger mission here that I think that you guys, that you guys are putting out there. And so I love that. And finding those individuals, it's not easy to find those individuals, but when you do, you can tell the difference because you have, you hire Bob over here and you hire Jennifer over here and you're like, wow, Jennifer's obviously loves what's going on. Bob was doing his job, right? Which is great, Bob, but it's like, what's the difference? Yeah. And I mean, I think for a small business, it's so much more important because, you know, we can't offer the same stuff that bigger companies can. And I'm sure if people go out, they could find a better offer. Right. But, you know, you can't compete on that. So, uh, yeah, just find people who truly want to be part of this mission, want to be part of this ride and are here for the right reasons. And I found that, you know, if people are solely driven by money, they don't last because they're not, I mean, they're just frankly not going to make as much as they are in some other job, but that's okay. Cause they're not the right fit for us. Cause we're not out here to make as much money as we possibly can either. So you have, yeah. your values have to align. Well, and I think that's what it comes down to is that, you know, if you're, when I'm interviewing somebody and the first things are like, Hey, what are all the perks? I'm not here to, you know, I'm, I'm okay with some things and there's some perks or some benefits, but if that's the number one thing is like, Hey, when can I get the company car? And do you guys have a ping pong and do you guys give fresh juices in the morning? And I'm like, yeah, it's called the juice store. You can just go there and pick it up. Like I'm not right. Like it's right. like, right. We don't, we don't give massages on Thursday. And I mean, it's funny. I, I did have a company, one of my past companies many moons ago um, where we did that. I mean, I spent, you know, I tried to make it a Google. It was not a Google, but like, I tried to make it the situation where you're like, get all the snacks you want and drinks and energy drinks and, you know, massages on Tuesdays and, you know, we'll do this. And, you know, I end up going to people's desk and finding they have like, you know, 85 candy bars that they're hoarding. And I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff that I was like, and not saying that, you know, you don't want to treat people right. But for me, it's like, you know, finding the people that are less about the perks because right. there will be perks. I mean, for me, there's bonuses and there's other things because I want to make sure that people are taken care of. And, you know, I want my, my, my A team, right? I want the people that take care of me. I'm, I'm absolutely going to take care of them. But in the beginning, if they're asking about those types of things, like, you know, it's like, because you're, you'll never win that rat race. Right. There's no, always somebody always that's going to more. Always yeah. And there's always more. somebody that's going to come and head hunt them and say, Hey, we're willing to give you, you know, a car with rims. You're like, I don't have rims on my current car. It's like, oh, okay. It's Jesus Christ. You know, it's like, right. I, you know, that's just like, I'm, it's just not something that I'm going for. If you're, if it's that it's like dating, you know, somebody that's a gold digger. A gold digger. It's yep. like, yeah. It's like, you're just going to go find somebody that has more money. Cause, and I'm okay with that. That rock, you know, that's cool for our little two week stint or whatever it was. But, you know, it's like, I just, just not somebody that's, that's not long-term material um, in what you, what you're creating there. So anything, so you kind of talked about yoga or actually maybe, well, maybe I, maybe I said yoga, but you know, meditation and some other stuff. Are there any productivity tools or anything that you do to, to help you make life easier other than maybe a babysitter for you? You have a boy or girl? I have a one-year-old daughter and we have not had a baby this entire year because of the current situation. So yes, I do go a little crazy. Um, What productivity tools that help? I mean, anything like you can think of, I'm just trying to think of like, or maybe things that you do, maybe it's you, you know, listen to a book or listen to a podcast or like, I'm just trying to think of things that like, that you're like, Hey, there's days you go, you know what? I'm just not feeling productive. So I need to, and maybe you just shut down for the day. I don't know. I'm just trying to think if there was anything that like, w- that helps you get more, you know, be more productive, I guess. Um, so I bought a spin bike and there I'm part of, um, some like zoom cycling classes. Those are amazing. 
And even when things open up, I still think I will be using my spin bike a lot. Um, I also don't cook, so that probably helps. It's probably not the best for my diet, but uh, yeah, DoorDash, all that stuff has been amazing. Um, yeah, I get, I go and I buy the, you know, fresh pressed juice and all that stuff. Um, and also for emails, I really don't like emails. I don't really respond to emails, um, that much. If there is something to talk about, let's set a 15 minute zoom call and just get it done right then and there. I don't like this back and forth chain of stuff. So I always say like, if it's not an emergency, just wait for our next one-to-one and we'll discuss it. Make that decision yourself. Don't wait for me to tell you what, what to do or how to do it. Um, unless it's like an emergency and that's, you know, on your call. And usually people can figure it out themselves before they email me. So I think that's been really important. Just giving people the, um, the autonomy to make the decisions on their own. Um, and then, yeah. And I think, you know, having a 30 minute zoom call solves so many issues. Um, if you can create a structure, if you can create why something needs to be done a certain way or why you think it should be done this way, it'll solve so many issues instead of just going back and forth on Slack. Yeah. Oh, so you guys use Slack. So I was going to ask you, you guys have yeah, Slack, Slack as well. Yeah. Yeah. Slack, Slack is. It... And then um, with some of my um, VAs, I actually just voice message them on WhatsApp. That's so much easier, especially when I have a one-year-old, just send them like a 30 second voice memo. It's easier than sending an email. Yeah, no, I'm, I am. Um, my email. So it's funny. So I've cleaned up my emails over the last few years. I actually have two because I've, two businesses, which is a whole nother story. Actually, I have more than two businesses, but that's a whole nother conversation. But I actually have two like executive assistants that are in my email every day. <laughs> that's how many emails I get. And we use Slack and we, you know, obviously when I've tried to cut down on the amount of emails I get and Slack has definitely helped that. I mean, I have a 30 person team on one side and then on my other side, I have a five person team and that's not, there's only two of my businesses. So the efficiencies of, of being able to do that because my emails at one point before I hired somebody was out of hand. I mean, it was silly. And I'm just like, you know, just the communication, you can't really, Slack has helped us for a number of reasons. I should probably have them as a sponsor when I just said their name way too many times on the podcast. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, the, the efficiency and being able to the transparency of being able to see that kind of stuff, because I'm, I'm a little allergic to emails too. Like I've received, I don't know how many in my lifetime, but I want, you know, for my executive assistants, I'm like, hey, I really want all these emails out of the, like, I only want the three things that I absolutely have to respond to. All the other 26 or 2,000 or 1 million or whatever it is can be, there's, you know, we, we've, we've set up processes in that, you know, so those are being taken care of. But yeah, I can, under, when you said, I don't like emails and I was like, yeah, I feel you. I'm not a huge and fan. your so. um, EAs are great. I mean, they've been. Yeah reminding me and telling me the yeah they're awesome so organized. they're amazing yeah <laughs> shout out to the team man yeah. making it happen yeah no it's I, I do have an awesome team but that's only like i said i always tell people the team makes me look good because i i would probably be homeless or something or you know strung out in the streets or something like that if i didn't have my team helping me out you know making things happen so do you have any other tips for entrepreneurs on how to be productive? Anything else there? Are we are we good as just get a spin bike and get on a zoom call or anything <laughs> anything fun um, I don't know. I think we, just hiring, I think just hiring the right people is so right people agreed and getting rid of yeah the toxic ones, the bad stuff. Yeah. It sounds like you might have one or two of those. We've all had one or two of those. We've, it's been, I mean, after eight years, right. It's a learning experience yeah. before it you was like to. just hiring anyone with a pulse. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, so. it's not all gold. Um, I guess the last thing we're going to jump into what we call the fun section, which is, I mean, once again, I always say this, I, I feel like I, hopefully this whole thing was fun is the whole, the journey, 
But what do, what do your parents say now? Well, your, your parents like, yeah, I supported her from, from day one. Or is it like, oh, no, now that I'm helping mom and dad out. Like, what's... You know, I don't know if you know, like Chinese parents or whatever. There's always something. Um, now they're thinking, oh, you work too hard. <laughs> You're like, what do you, I wasn't like, working hard enough before. They're like, why do you need so much money? Whoa, 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 whoa. All the stuff, you know, there's always something. I mean, I love them. I respect them. It's just. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, I, I actually do. I have, I have some good friends of mine. That's why I was kind of talking about when I said the Asian community, I'm very familiar with. It's like, it's like, what, I, I can't like either I'm working too hard or not working enough. Or it's like, at what point are we just going to be like, hey, you did good. Like, hey, how about a hug? And just like, oh, no, that doesn't good. exist. That doesn't no. exist. <laughs> Hugs are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not doing no anything like that. No affection whatsoever, no. Yeah, that's right. I'll high five you or something, but that's about the extent of what we're getting. Um, sorry for anybody who understands that the Asian community is not, not all the time. I shouldn't say all the Asian community, yeah, but just, it just it's, sometimes happens. Sometimes yeah. happens, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Let's talk about, like I said, we call it the fun section. Um, if you could travel any place in the world for free, and this is I also, I also tell you that it's COVID free. So it's like super awesome. You don't have to wear a mask or anything. It's super, super weird. I know. Um, where would you go and uh, where, yeah, where would you go and why? You know, I would go somewhere that a lot of people haven't traveled to. Uh, maybe Bhutan or Mongolia or just somewhere where it's kind of hard to get to and there's not like tourist services. Um, yeah. And like, I would love to live with a local family and see what a week in their life is like. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. I, I actually, um, I went to school in Costa Rica. So I actually lived with a family in Costa Rica. This was, let's see, I'm not going to tell you how long ago it was. It was a few years ago, give or take 20. Um, but yeah, so it was, but that was an awesome experience. I was, I remember getting dropped off. Like literally it was like, I went to the house and they're like, Hey, you know, hola. And they're like speaking Spanish. And I'm like, I had like two years in high school and I'm pretty sure that I didn't study as hard as I should have for that, for that time. And I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be terrible, but it was awesome. You know, I didn't obviously learn the language and went to school to learn the language. And um, a lot of it's diminished over the years because I haven't used it as much. But I would I think that's awesome, you know, to live with a family and, and having that experience is, is awesome. Um, and then Mongolia. Interesting. I don't just know. Wanna get I off, just want to get off the radar. Where They can't attack me on Slack. That's what I want. I want no more Zoom calls. I just mama needs a little time. I mean, he's a little baby right. time or even even just a mama time. I want to live in a year, you know, and like drink a you know, uh, what kind of milk, I don't know what, you know, and like something. Yeah, organic, the, something. the literal, like, yeah, local food and stuff. I would love that. I went to Cuba and I, uh, met a lot of locals there and hosted by local. And it was an amazing experience. Like there was no five-star St. Regis or any of that, but it was amazing because you really got to meet the locals and just being off the grid, like in Cuba, they don't have, um, you know, internet and whatnot there, just the way they're so present when you're talking to them was incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Little nuances in their culture. I love seeing that. Yeah. My, so my family, I don't, I think we can say that we've gone to Cuba, but my family, um, my actual family has been to Cuba a number of times and just nothing but a great experience out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a funny story. We don't have time for it today, but um, actually I'm not going to say it. Cause if I say the story, you're going to be like, you, you have to tell me more. Cause it's one of those like stories. You're like, you, you can't just say that and not tell us the story, but you know, nothing but good experiences with Cuba. In fact, my family's kept in contact with a number of families out there, very generous people, like just over mm-hmm. the top and like very accommodating and yeah, very yes. present for sure. So what about superpowers? If you could have any kind of superpowers, any kind of superpower that you would, that you would want. Probably to travel back in time. 
for what? What do you want to do? Buy Bitcoin or something. Buy more Tesla stock. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're not kidding. Okay. There we go. No, that works. I mean, that's a little. little I mean, bit I don't really know what else I would. I don't really want to live forever. And I was thinking maybe if I could know what people are thinking, but I don't really want to know that. No, so that could be that could be dangerous. Yeah, it can be dangerous. Superpower time travel. Yeah. You're like going back to Backward get some Bitcoin and some yep. Tesla. There we go. No, that's not a bad option. Um, cool. What about, do you have any favorite books or podcasts that you listen to that has helped either your career, your personality, anything fun? Um, the one book I read when I was first starting my business was The E-Myth. And I know that's a classic and it's kind of like a, a beginner entrepreneur book, but it really taught me about working on the business versus working in the business. Mm. And that uh, pushed me to hire my first assistant um, at minimum wage, even though I couldn't afford it, you know, but it really helped me um, learn how to scale and delegate. Yeah, that's hard. I'm telling you, it's, that was the biggest thing for me was the scaling and delegation. Cause I was like, oh, nobody can do it as good as I can. And you're like, well, that's maybe true, except you're not getting 70% of your stuff done and you're working 18 hours. So maybe you delegate and you train people. Yeah, we've done... I, the processes that I've created today versus, you know, whatever, 10, 15 years ago was just, it's night and day. I mean, I can do whatever I need to go places, do this, do podcasts, do whatever it is, and not have to worry about my team because my team's phenomenal. So I'm not just saying that because my team's listening, but you guys are awesome. Just want to shout out to my team. And speaking of great teams, Daisy, allow me to pause our conversation for a minute and talk to our listeners. I have a great team ready to help you skyrocket your brand's growth with digital marketing strategies. We offer services such as content marketing, influencer marketing, SEO, online PR, and more. And the best part? You can choose to hire us on the consultant basis or hire our fully managed services. Sounds like something you want? Visit shanebarker.com. That's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com to discover more. Um, cool. So if anybody wanted to get in contact with you, find out more information about Banish, where do we, uh, where's, what's the, the good intel? So yeah, on our Instagram, it's at Banish and at Banish Acne Scars. And my personal Instagram is Dazers89, uh, which is the the first username I did. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that weird Day. spelling. Dazer. And how do you yep. spell Dazer? Just out of pure curiosity. Dazers, D-A-I-S-E-R-Z. Uh, tricky. Look at you, the old Z at the end. Kind of throws some people off. <laughs> Awesome. Well, right. Daisy, hey, it was awesome having you on the podcast. I was really, really excited when you accepted our invitation, just having you on here and talking about your perseverance and what you, you had to deal with and what you went through and how you built it into a seven-figure business. So congratulations on that. And you guys, if you guys have any, you know, want to reach out to Dazer, or we also call her Daisy, aka Daisy. Dazers, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dazers, yeah. Um, you can reach out to her anytime. You guys uh, inquire more about Banish if you have any issues with your skin, any healthcare stuff, or I guess skincare, not healthcare. Healthcare, you're going to have to call 911. For skincare, you can call Banish and see what you got going on there. Thanks, Daisy. It's been fun, and I'm sure my listeners now know a lot more how to improve their productivity. For our listeners, thanks for joining our conversation. But don't go too far. On the next episode of the Marketing Growth Podcast, I host another expert, so stay tuned.